2: To the legend
0: behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie, because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, quite a privilege. quick um, quite a
4: personal privilege. To yeah. be honest, I, I don't know most of these guys. <laughs> Is Armstrong and Getty. we
5: Very fine people on
4: both sides. Because
1: on the kind of you want to know why? It is what it is. We've made it possible.
5: With ridiculous bullshit.
1: hey, hey, man. Right, I'm sure there's lots of ways that we can communicate.
5: And so then I was like, yay! Take a deep breath.
1: Alright, go, go. I'm Star Reed. who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty?
5: Well, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular
1: uh, radio talk show,
5: ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response.
1: Making videos
5: to you, emailing you, writing you, calling you. I want to know what you're going to do. I give you America itself.
1: This is Ed McMahon, and now, he Armstrong and
4: Getty
5: Live
1: from the studio scene. It is a dimly lit room people from the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager for the second day in a row. The scary, scary recession. Hill. Recession fears are growing because we keep talking about it. <laughs> Should we uh, can we play the alarm? Is that what we're supposed to do? I mean, there are recession fears are growing.
5: Recession <laughs> alert. Recession <laughs> alert. Perhaps in the few
1: years or next month or whatever. Something, something. bad' nah, right. Nah, right. It's filling cable news. <laughs> Good for you, cable news. Boy, oh, boy. Bad times for the news business. There's some interesting stories out there. Oh heck yeah, to discuss today. Better, um,
5: better.
1: Our pull out, our uh, pull out of Afghanistan. A lot of pushback against that from the Trump hating media. We'll try to dig into whether or not that's uh, a legitimate criticism or just because it's Trump's idea. Um, Cal Unicornia, where realism goes to die, has passed a new uh, when-the-cops-can-shoot-you law. Yeah. We will and assess and look to law enforcement officers for their thoughts. In fact, you could get those going if you want to right now. Mailbag at com Or text four one five two nine five kftc Yeah, if you're a current or former policeman and are hot to trot to talk about the new standards in California, which the governor is hoping uh, spreads across the United States. Uh, yeah, Texas four one five two nine five KFTC because we will be talking about that. I was watching a little Elizabeth Warren this morning. Tell you what, she has got she's got a mo- she's got a mojo thing going. Mm. She is she's good at what she does. She she's got Bernie's message but with the happy warrior thing. Um, you know, I'm smiling and I'm happy and we're shaking hands and taking pictures and stuff like that instead of just the angry all the time. Kind um, of the angry biblical prophet. You sin, you sin too much. Yeah, she's uh, she's definitely the, we can make this work. Her crowds are growing so big they don't fit in the the places that they booked. They're having to book bigger places. and She, she oh just my. has the look of a presidential candidate, of somebody who becomes a candidate. Do we still have that Mooch clip where he says, oh, was it Mooch or was it Donnie Deutsch? That's right. Said you run Elizabeth Warren, you lose 47 states. Yeah. Of course, you know, he could be wrong. He's wrong a lot. <laughs> he was right about Trump being elected. though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so um yeah that that's interesting. I think she's, she's I'm looking forward to the next debate when you actually get elizabeth the the communists on stage with the uh with Biden. so far, they've been split, and we'll see how that goes right. is Biden capable of parrying their grand Santa Clausian plans? With a little list, and it won't work. That's not realistic. Here's what the taxes would have to be. Nobody's going to accept that. Neither House of Congress would pass it. It can't happen. It sounds good, but it can't. I'm here to offer you things that can happen. Is he sharp enough to do that? Which polls show at least half the Democratic Party wants. Right. That message right there. Well, we shall see. Joe
5: Biden is a dummy. (laughs) Uh, That's not really helpful. Or
1: does he scaredly look around and raise his hand, too, because Uh, he's just, well, this is what everybody else is saying. I can't tell what's happening. Dummy. <laughs> I can't tell what's happening. That's a that's a bit of an ageism thing right there. What? No, that's you're projecting. <laughs> I can't tell what's happening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everybody's uh, raising their hands and I'm not sure if I should. What are we talking about? Right. Are they serving dinner? I want some. <laughs> this idea is a bunch of malarkey. There you go. That's, That's right. the fire you That's need. the forceful Joe Biden. Um, let's, yes. <laughs> let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty
5: good. I get this text uh, from the girlfriend. She goes, I'm up, and I'm I'm here to listen to your show open. And so I'm trying to think of something witty and funny to say, but you know how that goes. When Did somebody, she get up specifically
1: to listen to your show
5: open? I I don't know. I, yeah. She was probably just up, but... um. I was going to talk about our cat and how it kept me up last time. The cat snores, and it sleeps in the bed, and I think oh. maybe has some sort of sleep apnea or something. I, I guess cats can get that. I don't know. But I was going to try and find a, construct a little mask or something I could put on the cat. So, that, <laughs> so like, a little tiny one.
1: A little uh, tiny cat CPAP machine? Yeah. I uh, finally won the argument with the, the pug. Sean, what does a pug smell, sound like when it's breathing? And it's, yeah. So the pug now sleeps alone in the laundry room, which is fine. He's perfectly happy. Hey, you know, uh, I constantly hear about, oh, it's so sad that he's in there. I get up in the morning, I open the door, he's sound asleep, laying on, uh, you know, some dirty clothes. He's, he's happy as could be. And he's not keeping everybody else awake. I've been trying to decide whether to talk about this or not. but Go, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Michael, love you, brother. So, uh, my daughter, should she stay with her, her boyfriend, who is a great young man, really like him, um, they will have a mixed marriage he is from a family that is completely dog on the bed right sleeps uh with the mom and dad and she is from a family where ain't no freaking way that's going to happen if it's a magical dog that s's hundred dollar bills that's not going to happen and so and she's come to the relationship with that same attitude And they're both dog lovers. It makes it difficult. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, man, I would, yeah. Hmm. I'll let her work that out. (laughs) There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
4: Doing very well. I was learning about the nearly 200 CEOs that have signed some sort of a pledge or a statement uh, this is uh, belonging to the Business Roundtable. This includes the chiefs of J.P. Morgan, uh, Bank of America, Apple, Amazon, Boeing, General Motors. Uh, they, this is They are signed something called a purpose of corporation. The statement appears to shift away from the ultimate notion that shareholders' value is the main objective. Rather, it says that the companies commit to delivering value to the customers. And if this is not just a microcosm of, of my life, I don't know what is. Once I get into the investing game, these jack wagons all of a sudden get a conscience. <laughs> right? And they want to give value to the customers. Boo! Boo! <laughs> Profits, you bastards! Three eyed fishes. <laughs> Come on, let's, 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 let's find corners to cut, skulls to put on the, the the firing lines. We need to trim costs, people. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's been uh, you know arguments in the Wall Street Journal that I've read that you've got to get away from this whole quarterly reporting, drive up the stock price thing, and think long term. Well, over the long term, that will make you more money, P.S. Sure, but yeah. uh, if you, wanna, you want it now, you want it this quarter. Right. I
4: need gratification, win, delayed? no, instantly. <laughs> yes. That's there is the recipe for happiness.
1: <laughs> there it's obvious. Is, well, we'll worry about our other happiness next quarter. I'm just worried about this quarter's happiness.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
1: really? Self evident. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
5: I am doing very well. It is an iconic rocker's birthday today. The one and only member of Led Zeppelin that I have met on several occasions, Robert Plant.
1: It's 71 today. 71-year-old Robert Plant.
5: 71 years old. His net worth $170 million.
1: Man, I'd like to sit around and talk uh, music with Bob Plant. Boy, i got to tell you, he was
5: a fun guy. I met him a couple oh, yeah. times in the hotels they were staying at back in the day. And once at a party where I... Cannot go into what was going on.
1: Well, I understand. There are a number of your big uh, rock stars that are just uh, empty-headed simpletons. They just happen to have a fair amount of talent, and some that are really interesting people. And I think Bob Plant is in the second group. Interestingly enough, Marshall, uh, there are many scientists who want to bring back the Zeppelin. Not the ferocious four oh, piece of the 70s, right. but indeed the floating airships. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, look that for would a be Zeppelin cool. near you. Because of what? It's good uh, transportation? Yeah, it's got a lot of advantages. It's not environmentally friendly in a lot of ways. All right. <clears throat> huh. I'd like yeah, to hear you know, more about that. There's them. the whole Hindenburg thing, but they think they've got that leg. <laughs> yeah, or the I think one so. of. <laughs> My God, the humanity. Uh, 100 years ago. Come on. Robert Plant's birthday, so we'll play Greta Van Fleet music all morning. And and for our older listeners, also uh, David Coverdale. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, August 20th, the year 2019. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this uh, program. All right, let's give you a whole lot of love precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. But liberals have become utterly, pathetically illiberal, and it's a massive problem. What's the point of calling yourself a liberal? If you don't allow anyone else to have a different view, included you're not, including people on your own side, uh, right. Um, uh, more on that later from Piers Morgan, who uh, is uh, quite pompous, but we'll we'll listen to what he has to say. Um, what are other headlines, Marshall? Al well, Jeffrey Epstein's will
5: setting off more alarms as lawyers <laughs> line up for a piece of the estate. Elizabeth Warren, uh, Warren apologizing to Native Americans and turning hostility into
1: inspiration. Coming up. Fantastic. Um, is that like a how-to for me to turn a hostility into inspiration? <laughs>
5: Could very well, well be. Awesome.
1: like a you know, a never-ending oil well. Oh, yeah. Really. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a gold mine of that. Please. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine and dandy. Uh, another take on why media, particularly the newspapers, have turned so lefty. Um and, uh, and, and actually, Marianne Williamson figures in a mailbag as well. Well, that's enough to keep me sticking around. Oh, oh, oh right. Oh, and a new uh, term for certain people on the political spectrum, coined perhaps by one of our own listeners, but I find it very clever. Cool. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty show. Sean just handed me an HR expert. Ask HR experts. These are the five subtle signs you're probably about to get fired. Excellent. And it's pretty good. Oh, boy. Or maybe later this hour. A way to jam uh, the Zep, Michael, on Bob Plant's birthday, especially the, the immigrant song, which is about the Vikings, which is a nice tie into Greenland, which comes up in Mailbag. It's all coming together. Wow. wow! Did you see Trump's tweet yesterday about Greenland? I, um, which one? The, the one was it the with, meme one? The one with the big Trump yeah, tower on it? I was just, just going to bring that up. <laughs> it's it's so I can't even believe it. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, let's see, how about a freedom-loving quote of the day? Ah, Frederick Bastiat. This is so good. When plunder becomes a way of life for a group of people living together in a society, they create for themselves in the course of time a legal system that authorizes it and a moral code that glorifies it. That is crony capitalism. That's when the government is owned by the powerful and not the people. Which is why I'm a libertarian, not a Republican. Although I certainly sympathize more with the Republicans than the Democrats, I hold them at the end of my arm with my face turned slightly as if it's a bag of poo. This was sent along by alert listener Reed. uh, Oh, uh, Marianne Williamson, who is back in the news. She appeared before the Native American panel thingy.
4: I join you today in the spirit of prayerfulness that has already been invoked at these events.
1: Thank you, Mary Ann. I I must have missed that in the opening uh, when we were prayerful, but uh, what percentage, Jack, I'm asking you as a fellow radio professional, what percentage of uh, speeches you hear from big-time candidates sound a little like that did, and I heard several clips from yesterday's uh begging the Indians for their vote uh, event where everybody's like I
5: would appreciate your
1: vote and
5: I pledge that Native American content will be It's
1: right <laughs> Getting the mic level right. Isn't that hard?
5: <laughs> if it sounds like this,
4: turn it down
1: <laughs> Anyway, uh Marianne Williamson has unleashed the uh her logo for uh, she tweeted, as she unveiled her proposal for a United States Department of Peace. Mm. And there is the logo. logo. What would the Department of Peace do? Uh, we for, slam it like nobody's business. Slam it. Right, like nobody's business. They slam slam
5: the peace.
4: Slam it. Slam it. Slam it. Slam it. Slam, it. slam it.
1: Peace. <laughs> right, it's got a, uh, a pink dove. I would have guessed like a
4: lotus flower would have been in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, it looks like a pink dove to me. Let's get some, uh, some the Department lower leaves of there. Peace. The star. It's pink, by the way. Pink and black. Right. They're going to slam it. You want to see so that?
4: So, Mr. President, yes. if you're listening,
1: I am. I'm going to have a Department of Peace. What? Uh, yeah, Jack mentioned this meme sent along by Alert Listener Alex. Uh, <laughs> Donald J. Trump retweeted it. It says Greenland. And it's a picture of one of these tiny little villages in Greenland. It looks barren as hell. A bunch of, you know, six to eight hundred square foot shacks and a giant gold Trump Tower right there on the coast. Fantastic. I promise not to do this to Greenland. Trump said. <laughs> if this is not the finest example of Trump doing what Trump does, he thought, all right, people are talking about this. I'll join in. I'll throw fuel on the fire. Building
4: Trump Tower on Greenland. <laughs> It's just, we
1: want deal, right? That
4: can't right. be built to scale, right? That that seems way too big for the land.
1: <laughs> I don't know. No, <laughs> well, it's it's the uh, tiny you know, little shacks. Economic <laughs> economic development will flow outward, and those are the people in the shacks, instead of you know fishing for seals or whales or whatever they do. Yeah, if you haven't um, seen can him, go deal uh, blackjack. Yeah, I hope you've seen the picture somewhere, but like that green shack right there, that'll be a Starbucks within a week. <laughs> Absolutely. When that Trump Tower goes. It up. doesn't
4: even need to paint it, it's already right, green.
1: Right, exactly. The guy'll like uh, take out one of his windows so he can lean out of it and service people <laughs> in their cars and be ready to go. <clears throat> Here's a nice note from uh, West. Purchasing Greenland makes sense. The watermelons this is the the uh, uh, characterization. Is it an epithet? Yeah, probably so. For uh, AOC and her crowd, that type, watermelons, green on the outside, red on the inside. Oh. Ah. Oh. Yes. Mmm. <laughs> they never talk about it, but 10% of the world's electric grid goes to computer server farms. 20% of that energy goes toward cryptocurrency and data mining. Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, et cetera, Pay four to six cents per kilowatt hour. Uh, California residents are paying thirteen to fourteen cents a kilowatt hour. Think of all the savings if we can make Greenland into a massive server farm. Hmm. And I know a lot of the energy consumption is keeping servers cool, and Greenland is cold AF, as the kids say. So I think that won't be as big an issue. Al uh, West, rather, you're ahead of your time, my brother or sister. Um, well done. How much? What are we? How much time, Michael? Practically none. Uh, Bob writes, guys, the hairstylist Liz, the business owner who's leaving Sacramento because of the bums and junkies, had a business in the Mission, San Francisco, for 35 years. Great families, family businesses in the same location since the 60s. Uh, finally had to leave. Can we send the bums and junkies to the rich neighborhoods, Pacific Heights, Knob Hill, to give them a better opportunity to understand what it's really like? Left the city, uh, business real estate almost 10 years ago, probably leaving the state next. That's Bob. I've got Bob is not alone. I've got the subtle signs you're about to get fired in the next half hour also. Marshall's News next. So we were talking last half hour, and a newish investor, Sean, was talking about how a lot of big companies are talking about moving away from Quarterly reports and shareholder needs, and thinking more about long term thinking and customer needs. And somebody uh, reminded me of this on the text line a quote from Montgomery Burns talking about what is important in business. I guess Financer, Montgomery Burns. Family, religion, friends. These are the three demons you must slay to be successful in business. (laughs) That's why
4: I follow the Montgomery Burns Investing Program. Yes. (laughs) Family, religion, (laughs) friends. (laughs) There's three demons you must slay. That's
1: hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get the news now, Marshall Phillips.
5: Uh, Lawsuits against the estate of accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein are just beginning. Three more women filing suits overnight charging Epstein had sex with them when they were underage. At least 20 suits have been filed
1: against the estate so far. I think my interest in this guy is evaporating. Did you? Unless, uh, you know, like that Prince Andrew video... That got my attention. Waving bye bye to some young girl who was leaving the estate. Well, did you see the story yesterday that he had three twelve year old French girls flown in for his birthday? Did oh you see that gosh, story? Gosh, no. Yeah, well, I'll talk about wow. that more later. There's, there's, I, I don't want to get into like we, we, we complain about violence porn. Right. I don't want to get into sex porn. That's kind of a weird statement. Yeah. A lot of porn has yeah. Um But, you know, just rolling around in this, we get what kind of miserable guy he was. Yeah. But there's a particular uh, aspect to that story that I found interesting. I might finally understand the scumbag. Okay. All right. Fair enough.
5: Epstein did kill himself in his jail cell earlier this month, less than 48 hours after signing a will. Court pe- uh, papers filed in the U.S. Virgin Islands value the estate of more than five hundred and seventy-seven million dollars. Epstein transferred all of his assets into a trust called the 1953 Trust. The will, not signed by any of Epstein's criminal or civil lawyers of record, the signature belongs to a Brooklyn attorney, Ariel. I don't Miro.
1: <laughs> just don't care. What happens to his money? I hope. Not, I hope he. Well, he's dead, so he can't get into it. Right. In it. I hope that scumbag uh, child sex peddler friend of his doesn't get any of the money. But or not, whatever. Give All it right. to the victims.
5: The standard for when police can use deadly force in California is soon going to be tightening up. Governor Gavin Newsom signed the highly debated changes allowing police officers to legally use such force only when absolutely necessary instead of when reasonable newsom at the signing ceremony saying he hopes the law will become an example for other states
1: as california goes so goes the rest of the united states of america and we are doing something today that stretches the boundaries of possibility and sends a message to people all across this country that they can do more all right whatever god he is so annoying so incredibly annoying The stretches the bonds of realism, too, as most things do in California. And we're going to talk about this at length a a little bit later on. Old pretty, pretty Gavin there, posing uh, with the pictures of a bunch of uh, Californians who got shot by law enforcement. He didn't have any pictures of law enforcement officers who got murdered because they're a little slow to pull a gun and realize, wow, this is getting really dangerous, or this is weird, or whatever, or we're a little too friendly too long. And listen, as a libertarian, the idea of A government employee getting to shoot people just because you've got a particular uh, uniform on, it's horrific. I can't accept that. No no way. On the other hand, I'm a realist. And I know a hell of a lot better than, than these dreamers. What cops face day in and day out? Well, and the, and the problem, and I don't want to take up all our time here, but the problem is going to be when it goes from reasonable to necessary, right? If it turns out the guy had a toy gun in his hand, not a real gun, that's not say, necessary. They'll say that wasn't necessary to shoot him, and then you're prosecuted. You'll actually be prosecuted. You could go to jail, right, for having done something wrong when you were you thought the guy had a gun. Yeah, you got to wait till he squeezes off a couple of shots to figure out if it's the, it's the toy or real, officers. You're just gonna have to, otherwise you're going to jail. Or it's dark in the yeah. particular case they were using. Was that a cell phone or a gun? I don't know. He's waving it around. I'm telling him to put it down. He He's won't. He's pointing it at me. Right? Um, that's that's a tough one. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, be Monday morning quarterbacking a plenty. Yeah, I tell you what. And uh, yeah. Well, well so and we... the Black Lives Matter people said we can't support this. It's too weak. They wanted it even stronger. And their it, proposal was insane. And law enforcement groups did not show up to the signing. Um, uh, current or former law enforcement, what do you feel about this? And we'll talk about it more later with your texts four one five two nine five KFTC.
5: Democratic presidential candidate Senator Elizabeth Warren making a public apology to Native Americans over <coughs> her past claims to Native heritage. She was at a forum on Native American issues in Iowa. Warren saying... Like anyone who's been honest with themselves, I know that I have made mistakes. I am sorry for harm I have caused.
1: Oh, so many aspects of this I love. The whole, I'm sorry for the harm I have... Ca-. You haven't caused any harm. And anybody who's harmed by that is so friggin' weak. You're going to fall down the next time the wind blows. So she said she's kind of proud of being a Native American when she's two thousandth or whatever. And you're thinking, you're not a Native American. Tell me you're not fine. You are fine. This whole pretended, well, I was... Almost killed by Elizabeth Warren's insensitivity, <laughs> but
4: after six weeks
1: in the hospital, I have recovered. This whole trend of glorifying weakness in America kills me. And the other part I loved is you got the candidates schlepping from the Native American Forum. The uh, sins of the past must be... And then off to the black forum. Finally, the black people need to get in. And then off to the Mexican forum. Buenos dias, senores. And then, you know, then you're off to the the blind people and the the gay people and the transgender people who may or may not be gay and just... uh, uh, apologizing and begging and the rest of it, just group to group. How about you just trot out what ideas you got for president? We'll vote at the end of it. And uh, I think she's, I think she's d- d- done with this Indian thing. Yeah. Uh, Trump will still call her Pocahontas, but I think anybody who cares or doesn't, it's that's all baked in. Um, I think it'll come down to, like, if she's a candidate, it's going to come down to either like Trump or you don't. <laughs> or can can put up with Trump yeah, or not. Right. Uh, one of those. It's not going to be about whether or not. The, to me, it's not. I, I buy the whole idea that in her family, they always talked about her being part Indian. I right. get that. That's yeah, fine. But the fact that Harvard was calling her a woman of color, and then, she, and then she made a bigger mistake. I liked her first story. This is what I was told growing up. That's fine, right? But then when you get the the 23andMe blood test or whatever, and they say, <laughs> "Okay, so it's true, I am Indian," when it's one five millionth or whatever it is, <laughs> right? That, that was ridiculous, right? Well, and her using it to her advantage through her career is just the sort of pathetic, yeah, you know, yeah. woke crap that so many of us are so over. But, again, it's not a major issue. Please. She's got it all off her website, though. She had it She had it on all on her website, the explanation yeah. and everything. Now it's all just completely gone. She's right. hoping to put it to bed, which I think she probably has. Well, if she'd claimed to be a space alien for 25 years, and her policies were great, and she was going to appoint judges I liked, I wouldn't care. Who cares?
4: That's a pretty good point. There you go. That's a wrap. That's
5: your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the of of the
1: nation. I'm so sorry for the hurt I have caused. Oh, please. I know. That whole dance that happened, we've done it before. We've had to do it before. Not for many years. It's been a long time. Right. I'm not sure I still got it in yeah, me. I'm not sure I do either. <laughs> where you have to make an apology. They act like they're... We've, we've, honest to God, been in the room with people, laughing and joking and with the microphones off during the commercials. They're having a good time around. They are talking about where we ate last night, laughing and joking. Right. Then the microphones come off and they do the... Well, we just we just hope you realize how much you damaged our community, and we say we're so sorry. I mean, it's just such a load of crap on oh, both yeah. sides. Everybody's doing the dance. It's a dance. It is yeah. absolutely yeah. a folk dance. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, coming up next, HR experts have put together these five subtle signs you're probably about to get fired. I'm going to need you to bring a cardboard box to this next segment. A cardboard box. Don't ask why. Just um, come oh, with the cardboard box right. to the next how segment. How big? I, I, I,
5: Uh, This weekend, Madonna celebrated her 61st birthday by turning 70. (laughs) Madonna had a huge birthday party. It went from 4 p.m. till 7 p.m.
1: Wow. Wow, That's just, uh, that's condescending. I like that first line. God, she's still, I don't know if you saw in the pictures, she's still doing the the, I'm I'm a sex object thing. Look how slutty I am. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Eh. Whatever. Big hit down to the retirement community, huh? (laughs) <laughs> Queen of Del Webb, <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep me out of Del Boca Vista. <laughs> um, I want to talk more about uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren Kowtowing to the uh, the Native American folks and how that that whole power play works. Because um, the more I think about it, the more. I've come up with the perfect metaphor, I think, for understanding it. Yeah, I saw a couple of interviews on Fox with people that were at the the Big Indian get-together afterwards. And, and the people they entered they put on on Fox anyway, you know, you can cherry-pick which ones you decide to put on. But they, they all said, eh, it's over. Let it go. Life's too short. I mean, <laughs> right. nobody was, like, really worked up about it. Well, nobody was. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Um, Like I said, I'm more bothered by the whole... Our first woman of color, Harvard Review lawyer, or whatever—that's the crap that bothers me, right? Because right. you're even if she was three percent something, who cares? What are you a Nazi? You're yeah. worried about what blood people are measuring the amount of blood in people and then making a big deal out of it, for good or bad. It's okay. it's not it's not a normal thing, right? Are you in the Klan? What what the hell? HR experts say these five subtle signs that you're uh, probably about to get fired. You should pay attention to. Oh boy. Oh, boy. You know, we, were, we, we I took a lighthearted approach to teasing this. And I thought, you know, if you've ever been fired, it's uh, it's not that pleasant experience there at the workplace or when you get home and start thinking about it. Mm. It's uh, pretty sucky. Yep. And as we talked about for years, one of the worst things we've got in our freaking culture, thanks to the lawyers is uh, the way you get treated when you get fired. I mean, it's just, it's inhumane. Right. You work someplace for years, you do a good job, you're friends with these people, and then all of a sudden they treat you like a damn criminal the day you're fired. Right. Nobody will speak to you. You're not allowed to, like, go around and say goodbye to anybody. It's just ridiculous. Your frog marched out with your possessions by security and shoved out the front door. It's astounding. You can't go say, hey, they, they let me go, and I sure like working with you, and, you know, let's get together this weekend. Nope, can't do that. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. It's so stupid. Anyway, um, number one, the conversation you just had with your manager was documented to you in an email. Here's the deal. <laughs> so, so, you, so you had a tense conversation with your manager about your recent performance. You leave her office with a sign. They, they said her. That's fantastic. You leave her office with a sign of relief thinking you now know exactly what to do moving forward. Everything's good. Later that day, though, your manager follows up with an email outlining what you two had discussed. Ah. Warning! The meeting summary isn't a kind gesture. It's a deliberate documentation intended for your file. Okay. If you get the summary email to, like, this is what we talked about at 8 o'clock this morning. (laughs) And you agree to X and Y. Right. Then number two, your manager is following up with you on items faster than you can reasonably accomplish them. I guess this is a thing. So you had that meeting about things you're supposed to do, and by the end of the day or the end of the week, they're saying, so how's he coming along on number two? Um, and it's more than you could possibly get done. I guess that's a thing where you set people up to fail? Interesting. At that point, they're, uh, they've are they already decided to get rid of you and are trying to justify it. From
4: Creating you. a context.
1: <clears throat> yes. Gotcha. Damn context creators. Number three, responsibilities or assignments are being pulled from you. That's a pretty obvious one.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I could see how those go hand in hand. They they ch- hey how are you doing on number three? Oh, I haven't gotten there. Okay, well let's let's give that over to Jim. He'll handle that. You got too much on your. I could see those kind of working hand in
1: yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new hire approaches you and says, "Boss, just ask her to take the lead on that." Oh, her, interesting.
4: Uh, her to take the lead
1: on the project that you had been put in charge of. The guy here getting fired, who's obviously incompetent, is a he. Everybody else that's helpful and accomplishing thing, and the <laughs> boss is a she. <laughs> right. <laughs> and probably three percent Native American. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. It's just so transparently trying so hard. Yeah. Um, But anyway. Just go with it. So if your assignments are being siphoned off to other employees, you can assume the boss does not think you're going to be around very, very long. Ah, yes. I like this one. (laughs) Number four, you're not invited to certain meetings. As you scroll through Instagram to ease your way into the post-lunch routine, you notice that members of your team are heading to the conference room. Your heart skips a beat when you pull up your calendar and don't see anything scheduled. Did the team forget to invite you? Maybe they're planning a surprise party for you.
5: <laughs> that's what I've always assumed. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's it. If your team is meeting without you, they're probably working on a project with a deadline that outlives your tenure. Oh, oh these are subtle signs. That's a pretty good one. I, th- I think I've seen that one before. Yeah, you're not in that because that's going to be done in May and you're supposed to be gone by March. Right, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't worry about May, Jack. (laughs) What? Why? (laughs) (laughs) And then number five, someone with the same title with more experience has been hired. You arrive Monday morning to find your manager escorting a new face around the office and making introductions. Finally, another person to help out the department. Word quickly spreads that she has quite the impressive resume and when you get hold of her business card, you discover she has the same title as you. I'll be danged. What a coincidence! Did the boss realize you have too much on your plate and hire someone to share the burden? Probably not.
4: So those, those, those are
1: pretty good. I've seen a lot of these lists that are stupid. Those are some pretty good subtle subtle ones. You might not pick up on if you're not uh, you know if you haven't been paying attention. Yeah. The email later in the day documenting your meeting—that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. How come I'm not in that meeting over there? Everybody else? Hmm. Guess they're freeing me up for some other stuff. Sure, sure. I'm too valuable to waste my time on <laughs> that garbage. The Penske account. Uh so, uh let's see. A couple things. I think we can squeeze in here. Uh, number one, the whole uh, dance of Elizabeth Warren saying, "Do we have that clip handy?" It's it's short. She's there at the Native American Forum, and uh, and she's all trying the to smoke the peace pipe with all these people. nice. Um, they they all slept in front of them, and and for their support.
5: Now, before I go any further in this, I want to say this. Like anyone who's being honest with themselves, I know that I have made mistakes. I am sorry for harm I have caused.
1: Okay, so that whole game. <laughs> Like can't you dance. just say, I thought I was part Indian. My mom always told me. that turns out I'm not. It's embarrassing. Uh, can't you just say that in a regular and, voice? And, and I, you say, I've never been an active member of a tribe, so I'm not really down with the whole thing. That's a good point. That's a good point. No, you've got to say, I'm so sorry for the harm I have caused. And they say they rub their trends and look very serious. Well, I suppose we can forgive you for the harm you've caused. And then everybody goes back to living their lives (laughs) without the slightest harm ever being caused. Um, You know, I thought of a good metaphor for it. Say you forget your wife's birthday. I'm a guy, so I'm going to say wife. Um, And you feel bad about it. She's kind of miffed and a little bit hurt, etc. Who has power in that relationship, At that moment or the next day? She does. Who has the, like, in that case, 100% bargaining power? Because yeah. you're not going to say, no, that's a dumb idea, we're not doing that. At that moment, you're just not. And that's what all the aggrieved, the professionally aggrieved groups are trying to do. They're trying to grab the power in the relationship because you feel bad that you've wronged them. Okay, so in this scenario, keeping with the marriage, so if, uh, if, if uh, a wife who's got a little hand at this point it brings, brings, up, a, a sign reference, brings right? up the idea of uh, we've been talking about buying a hot tub. That's not the best. But I'm in. T- that's okay. Let's assume you don't want a hot tub. Oh, it, it, but it, I do. That's not a good <laughs> like arguing with a dog. Um. Yes. Okay. She wants that damn. So hot it tub. makes it really difficult for you to say at that point. No, I just I don't think now's a good time with the budget, and I heard there's a recession coming. We'll never uh, use it. I right. <laughs> will never use it. Right. You're, you're you're in a much more likely position that you're going to give on that. Right. You feel like you have to make amends by giving stuff. Boy, that's a bad relationship dynamic if you're constantly vying for who's got, you know, the upper hand. Okay, I was in the doghouse, but now you've done something even worse than that, so right. now I'm on top. Right. Oh, that's rough. You know, I've been witness to families that run like that. Everybody's always looking for an excuse to be mad at somebody because then they have the upper hand hand, because they've been wrong. Oh, that's rough. That's the state of American politics right now. Not only that, but culturally speaking, young people are desperate to be aggrieved. They're desperate to be a victim, and I was mocking the notion that well, the harm that's been caused, how weak are you? If some dip-ass college professor who's a politician claims to be a little Indian, is a little Indian, but a little less Indian than she thought, or whatever, how weak and pathetic are you if you're actually damaged by that? No, no human being is, really. But we're all taking this pose of, you forgot my birthday, therefore I would like this and this and this. And it's just so dumb. Don't fall for it. If you've aggrieved somebody, make amends. Woman up, man up. But if you haven't, don't be played by them, please. But I'd like a hot tub. You don't understand what I'm trying to accomplish here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like hot tub.
2: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.